This is a HeadGum Podcast. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Picture this. You wake up in your hotel room, 6 a.m., you get up, you're groggy, but you're excited. Today is the day that could change your life forever. You go to the hotel window, you open up the drapes, and you look down over beautiful downtown Indianapolis because you are here for the combine. You're excited. You're feeling pretty good. You know, you threw 35 touchdowns on the season, only about seven picks. Your win-loss record wasn't the best, and you didn't show up in some bigger games, but you know your measurables will be on point today. You're feeling confident. The only thing is you've really got to nail your interviews uh, because you're, you're known for kind of being getting real stiff when the, when the lights come on, and uh, you need to show these, these men that you are a leader. So you, you get dressed, you get ready, you have some breakfast, you meet your agent, uh, Drew Rosenhaus. <laughs> How you doing? How you feeling, kid? We good? I'm feeling great. How you I'm, like in Indy? It's a great town. Did you get some ranch dressing? I got some ranch dressing. I got a huge breaded pork tenderloin sandwich. That's <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of bun and then gigantic pork tenderloin, like uh, brimming uh, over the plate. Uh <laughs> it's uh it's amazing little bits of tomato the food here is so good oh, it's the, such the cuisine a, did you get some of the famous indiana ceviche <laughs> yeah you yes. gotta try it yeah you know, walleye the citrus cooks the walleye <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not the heat mm. um so you uh you go you uh you, you ride to the the to lucas oil stadium and uh you you sit down for your first interview, you're meeting with, um, well, you're meeting with the Las Vegas Raiders, Antonio Pierce and <laughs> Mark Davis. How you doing, kid? Hello, Mr. Pierce, Mr. Davis. Yeah. <laughs> how you feeling? Uh, feeling great. Feeling uh, very Hold excited on, to be here. I'll, I'll I got to give him his shot so that he can be more active during this. Here you go, sir. Oh. <laughs> All right. Um, how you feeling? How fast you running these days? Oh, I think I, I posted a four five forty. Oof. Oof. Oh, you freezing up. What's going on? Oof. I mean, that's pretty good for a quarter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's good. No, um, I. I know, but the Davis family family. We love speed. God, I love I love me a fast man. Oh, I shouldn't have given him a shot before we talked about speed. Oh. You're starting to freak out a little bit. You're feeling yourself tighten up uh, with the, with the lights on. You uh, you try to relax. You think about um, you watched you watched a bunch of Comedy Central last night. <laughs> what are you getting into in our fair city? <laughs> Who am I? <laughs> what are you getting into in our fair city? Screw you guys! I'm gonna. <gasps> we got Carmen again. Ah. <laughs> oh. This is just like the year everyone Cartman Cartman does except for Tuiasa Sopo. We got stuck with his ass. <laughs> Who's this Cartman guy? How fast is he? 
Um, <laughs> Sir, he's a little paper mache cartoon. What's he run a 40 in? He's eight years did you guys, old. Did I you guys love think, a fast eight-year-old. Did you guys think that was funny? I mean, it was a <laughs> it was a decent Cartman impression, but it wasn't. It's not really funny. Fat guy in a little coat. <laughs> okay, so that's I watched Adam that. Sandler voice doing a Chris Farley line. <laughs> that's what that was. Yeah, so your did you guys is, think that was funny? <clears throat> is it? Do you guys think I'm loose? It's funny that you did it, <laughs> but I don't think you're funny. Oh, um, sorry. Not a lot of people know this about me, Antonio Pierce, but I'm a, kind of like a Mr. Show guy. You did intern one day on the Howard Stern Show. Did I really? <laughs> you really did. I don't know if you remember. <laughs> I do not. Who was the guest? On the Howard Stern Show that day? Yeah. That I don't know. Oh, you um, know what? It's coming back to me. Oh. It was Andy Dick. <laughs> and I have stories. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, who doesn't have an Andy Dick story? Hey, if you, so work, true. if you work west of the Rocky Mountains, you've, been, you've had your dick grabbed in a cab by Andy. <laughs> <laughs> and he was driving. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Mr. Davis. Oh. You got a singer in there. <laughs> well, you know, I... Uh, I like him fast. <laughs> All right, yeah, I know. We're taking Andy Dick in, in a ta- in a taxi in the seventh round. <laughs> I don't know if it's a legal play, but that's the directive. So, tell what school are you from again? I am from the University of Utah. Oh, um, okay. I'm a Ute. What's your name? You're one of them. In, uh, <laughs> one of the Mormons. Out. Yes. Sir, you can't ask that. <laughs> I can't that, ask that? Uh, but I mean, he said yes, yeah, so it's, it's okay. I think it's um, okay to ask people their religious uh, affiliation. Yeah. Okay, and why didn't you go to BYU? They wouldn't have me. Too conservative? <laughs> too conservative, wow. too stiff. Yeah. I freaked them out. You're a little bit stiff. Do you, uh, your legs are pretty locked up right now. Is that something you're trying to do? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm trying to get my legs stronger. And faster for when I uh, I squat later. Oh, I like this. All, tension all the time. Good, good, good. Again, four five is a great 40 time for a quarterback. I just want to put that out there. Yeah, not I'm a as dual fast threat. As a, not as fast as a 4.0, though. I don't know. 4.1. Or. <laughs> a 4.1. Can it's you my, run a 4.1? I'm going to warn you right now. My Wonderlick score is going to be very low. We don't care. I should say, our, our goal is to find a player whose 40 time is lower than his GPA. So you've pretty much got to be insanely fast and have like one of those schools with the bullshit GPAs where they're higher than four. Absolutely. And it's like, oh, he was in honor classes. And it's like, that's not a real GPA. Yeah. And then your white kid doesn't get into Yale and you throw a shit fit online about it. What and are, you're what like, are these a- schools? <laughs> high I don't schools. know. Oh, these are high schools? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, know, if, uh, you don't see racist people whose kids didn't get into Yale. <laughs> We need. I know a lot of racist people, but I don't I'm know sure if they do. didn't go to Yale. Yeah. Oh yeah, this is more like California, New York racists. We have them too, but they're a different type. Oh yeah, no, we're not that type of racist. Yeah, we're the like we never see them types of racists in Utah. Yeah, very uninformed mm. stereotypes. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> not that informed stereotypes are good. Those are better. <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess technically they're better. But look, um, we're excited to see you out there today. Yes. I honestly think this interview didn't go as bad as you thought it was. <laughs> I had a really good time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this way, went what way. What are you doing this weekend? Huh? <laughs> do you want to hang this weekend? You want to do some blow with us? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've never, I, uh, I've never done that before. Uh, you'll love it. With... I got Steve Young. He was a Mormon. I got him into blow. Yeah. 
We we started with tea. First we got him hooked on tea, then then Pepsi Diet Pepsi, oh, and like then that. eventually blow. It's like that episode of The Sopranos where he uh, relapses with Valerian tea. <laughs> I, <laughs> me, Antonio Pierce, has seen The Sopranos several times, and I don't remember that. <laughs> you don't remember Six <laughs> B? Uh oh, it's in Six B. That's why I don't remember. Yeah, but I hey, I'm Antonio Pierce. I could go on and on about the Sopranos, <laughs> but we don't have to. So you get up and you leave. <laughs> seamless. <laughs> it's always a seamless segue back. So you, he's so, getting up and leaving. Let's uh, let's follow him. <laughs> I think he just Where's wants he, to talk yeah, for a minute. <laughs> he mid mid Antonio Pierce sentence. You stand up straight. Huh? Stare at the wall. He's walking out of here walk, like Gumby. <laughs> yeah, you walk out like Gumby. Uh, hit the door first, and then you yeah. remember to like you need to it's open a it. Pull. Yeah, it's a pull. <laughs> and then you're off to your next interview. <laughs> sixty minutes. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking it's like this sixty minute uh, picture. This, um, but you tense up, and you realize this game isn't for you. <laughs> you're gonna go back to utah and, and and do your mission work for the rest of your life you walk out and you never think about football again but you wish everyone else well because today is combine day it's combine day <laughs> time to get measured time, time to, to get, get measured. measured and we have a guest today who's I can say, like, uh, we've mentioned him on the podcast many times. Yes, he's a, what's the word? Omnipresent? Yeah. Yeah. Ubiquitous. He's ubiquitous, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Uh, Omnipresent feels like it skews a little more godlike, where ubiquitous. That's how I see him. Ubiquitous (laughs) implies that you're annoyed by how everywhere you (laughs) Like, no one ever says a song is ubiquitous, and that's good. (laughs) I mean, it's really nice to be considered either, to be honest. (laughs) Um, Either... Everywhere, so everywhere, I'm annoying or um, godlike, or God. godlike, and, and give me a little messiah complex. Yes, we have uh, James Mastriani here today. Yeah, um, Carl plugged is, in on. Uh, yeah, Carl's not here. Carl's at the combine. Carl's You'll playing. never see Carl and I in the same room at the same time. <laughs> why is that? Yeah, a lot of people wonder why. A lot of people. It's a big mystery. Big mystery. We're Carl not the refuses, same person. Carl refuses to be in the same room as the man. <laughs> yeah, you just missed him. He was here, and then he said he yeah. had to run out. He said, and I'll never be in the same room as that man. You came in, and you were kind of putting your beard on. I don't know a better way to say that. Yeah, put it. <laughs> Velcro it in. Yeah. Uh, uh, Carl's at the Combine. Yes. Headgum he's, sent him there to cover it. Yeah. And no enter, one's enter. And to enter. And no one's heard, no one's yeah. heard from him. <laughs> yeah, we don't. His know. phone is. Off. I would do anything. I would. I would drain my bank account if Carl got to just like hold the stopwatch in the forty yard dash. You would drain your bank account. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, well, what are we talking? I'm, I'm, <laughs> first of all, there's not a lot, but also I'm 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 famously reckless with money. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you, when I wouldn't you... even give it to anybody. I would just light it all on fire, just hoping <laughs> Carl was, got like, to if hold you, the hand. If you were a sick child, what would your make a wish be? <laughs> yeah, Carl holding that hand timer, baby. I just want to see. I want to see. I want to go to the Disney World parking lot. (laughs) I want to meet Robin Williams' assistant. (laughs) (laughs) Who also. I don't know uh, why. 
<laughs> Robin Williams is, was the celebrity that popped into my head. Oh, you know why? It's because of Patch Adams and he's with the sick kids. I was like, why did I think Robin Williams was the dream celebrity for kids to meet? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure at one point he was. Yeah, probably. Sure. I mean, yeah. Aladdin. Yeah, Hook. Aladdin. Hook. Hook. Oh, yeah. shit. Awakenings. Jack. Kids, kids <laughs> love Awakenings. Big Awakenings. <laughs> that, uh, one hour photo. <laughs> oh, yeah. Insomnia. Insomnia, yeah. I was about to say, yeah. What was that uh, god awful show he did with Sarah Michelle Geller right before he went? Oh, <laughs> before he went. Before. Not saying they're related. <laughs> before he went. Uh, yeah, it was like, um, I don't know. We gotta look Anyways. It yeah. Um, so James is here. James, very plugged in, I feel like, on the off season draft and combine process. I love it. Which I is interesting it. to me because, well, let's first just get in and talk about your- The crazy his, ones. Your, uh, the crazy ones. I was going to say the mentals. <laughs> so I was just like, mine was the British version. <laughs> oh, the mentals. mentals. <laughs> oh, yeah. Robin Williams and the mentals. Have you heard that new Beyonce song, <laughs> Mental in Love? <laughs> it's uh, quite great, eh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a right banger. And I don't mean the thing we eat for breakfast. <laughs> Uh, He's got a good cockney. Thank you, man. I'm trying to monetize it. <laughs> <laughs> I will drain my bank account <laughs> to, to get me an audition for a Guy Ritchie movie. Um, so you, uh, I was going to say, it's interesting how plugged in you are to all that, considering I don't think you're a very big college football fan. I'm not. But you yeah. know these guys when they, when they are presenting themselves. So tell us a little bit about your fandom. I'm excited because you're a fan of... The Pittsburgh Steelers, baby. You kind of got a cool Steelers colored shirt a little bit. I do, today. I do. Yeah, I actually bought this shirt because it is black and yellow. Nice. Because uh, I was like, yeah, it's so. Yeah, my family is from Pittsburgh. You come by it more honestly than me. You're, yeah, you're a legit Pittsburghian. Well, but you're East Ohio, yeah, right? Not like too far, that's yeah. that's really East Ohio, Northern West Virginia, Western Pennsylvania. Um, is all like really, really Steelers. Truly, heavy. God's country. Really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're beautiful. <laughs> Touched by God's fingers. <laughs> fingers yeah, by God. Know. Definitely the fingernail. Yeah, like a the dirty finger, fingernail. Yeah. Yeah. Fingernail. God's coke nail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, Pittsburgh, I shouldn't make fun because Pittsburgh is a beautiful city. If you're Pittsburgh ever up there, is underrated. Drive out, of underrated. The, drive through the Fort Pitt tunnel into town and it's take beautiful. in that view, or just pull up a Maybe YouTube just video. Maybe the names of, of everything it. aren't yeah. the best. Like the yeah. Fort Pitt tunnel, Pittsburgh is not yeah, like the most Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. I mean, it is a you know, it is a rustic. It's a rust belt, rustic city that at one point was the most polluted city in the country and i think that that added to both its like it's a state know, motto yeah and then yeah. you moved out here when la passed it is <laughs> you were like That's i right. have to be in an even more <laughs> yeah. polluted city i was like man i'd uh, this air tastes weird i need uh, <laughs> i need to get back to the thick stuff again yeah. um, uh, you went to the beijing olympics <laughs> <laughs> you're moving yeah. to mumbai next year <laughs> you're chasing that smog yeah yeah um so yeah, I um uh you know my whole family is is from we're Pittsburghian, um and uh so I grew up a Steelers fan. Do you my remember like huge. your first like taste of Steelers fandom like when you got hooked? Um man, when did I get hooked? I I think the thing that hooked me was I do actually, um the thing that hooked me was when the the season before the Steelers so I'm I'm 40 so I was born in 83 
Um, and the season before the Steelers, uh, what's that? <laughs> the math checks out. Unless your birthday's in yeah. January, yeah. motherfucker. No, it's not. <laughs> oh. It's not. You got lucky. <laughs> <laughs> um, if people listening remember, if you're old enough to remember, the Steelers lost the AFC Championship game in, uh, in 94 the year before they went and lost to the Super Bowl, or, or lost the Super Bowl to the Cowboys. They so lost to the Chargers. They lost, they lost to the, the big Chargers. Chargers. Last second pass to my favorite player at the time, um, which was Barry Foster, who was the uh, running. star running back yeah. um, at the time. Uh, I think he, for a long time, he had like 1,600 yards, which is like the most in Steelers history. Yeah, he's season. kind of a forgotten guy among the yeah. legacy yeah. of I was like, Steelers not, I was like, running backs. Is it going to be like, was it like Yancey Thigpen or something? Or for Yancey Thigpen was a wide receiver. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just like rushing yards. I'm trying to picture this play because I was definitely... Man, I remember it like it was yeah. yesterday. Neil O'Donnell, like it was like a... Was it a Hail Mary-ish kind of thing? No, it was on the two-yard line. And as and it, like time expired, yeah, time expired. It was a big play, and it was to win. Like the Steelers would have beat the Chargers, and uh, Junior Seau came from behind Barry Foster and had the most beautiful breakup, the most mm. beautiful pass breakup. Um, you couldn't ask for like a better, like more athletic, smarter play. Uh, if anything, it was like fucking don't throw it near Junior Seau. What are yeah. you doing? Um, but that season was the first full, like my dad had already always, you know, and my family always like pumped up the, the Steelers. And, and, and I guess that was the first year that my brain, that was my first full season of watching football also. Yeah. First full <laughs> season. The game I, you described yeah. is the first Steelers game I ever watched. Oh Whoa. shit. Well, look at this. Because this is like, awesome. They were in the, you know, it was a AFC championship game it was big. I remember it was at my childhood home before we moved and like. Yeah, they lost. And then the next, I think my parents threw a Super Bowl party that year, and I had decided I was a Steelers fan. Yeah. And I was like, well, obviously the Niners, or obviously the Chargers are going to beat the Niners because they were good enough to beat the Steelers, who are my favorite team, so they yeah. must be the best team. They got fucking destroyed by... Dog, what, 49-26. And that was like the year Steve Young was just... Yeah unstoppable i do remember yeah. as a kid being like the 49ers scored 49 that's crazy yeah. <laughs> that was my level of analysis at the time <laughs> and then quite it's, interesting it's hey, you say the, never thought of it that way because the the next year when we made the super bowl didn't that afc championship came down to the last play when harbaugh threw a hail mary that they almost caught yeah yeah, yeah. would have been one of the most one of the biggest plays of all time. And, and, and that, that was a Hail Mary, yeah. Yeah, that was that a full Hail should Mary. have been, the AFC Championship game that year should have been Chiefs-Steelers. Yeah. Because the Steelers were the two seed, the Chiefs were the one seed. Um, and With that, Derek Thomas, right? Yeah, the Chiefs went 13-3, and 8-0 at home, and then lost in the divisional round to the Colts 10-7 uh, to with three missed field goals. Ooh. Oof. And one of the Oof. they shouldn't have hired they shouldn't have signed Scott Norwood that offseason, <laughs> yeah, no. and then broken his leg before the game started. Uh, that's tough. Three, yeah. Ooh, were they all long at least, or were they like? Oh, they were like they were bad misses oh, too. No. And Steve Bono threw I think two or three picks. Oh, this ooh. is a Bono year. Yeah, this is the year after <sighs> after Montana. Montana. Oh yeah. shit! And then Steve Bono died in a skiing accident, right? Yeah. Or no, that's that's his dad, Sonny Bono. <laughs> yeah, no, they both. Oh, <laughs> they both did. <laughs> It's something about the name Bono. Yeah. Well, hopefully that Irish oh, singer no. doesn't. <laughs> hopefully pronouncing it different will save it. Stay off the slopes, Bono. Bono. 
Uh, God. <laughs> oh uh, no. <laughs> you bonehead. Uh, uh, yeah, that was a, that was a good time to get in the football in 1994, I guess. Yeah, man. And, and, um, you know, I, I jumped on a winning train at the, at the time. Bill Cower was still, you know, he was kind of like a young man and yeah, he um, was cool, man. Yeah, he, he was cool. cool. Yeah. As cool as Tomlin is now, like by 90 standards, Cower felt cool. Yeah. Man. Cower Cower feels like the that like last kind of like um that last phase of coaches that died out who would like just straight up scream and yell at his own yeah. players or like I remember like Cower yeah. would grab a player by their face mask and like get in their face. Could you imagine seeing that today? Like I feel like and it's kind of shit you only see on like last chance you. Yeah. yeah. Who yeah. which coach is dying to do it? <laughs> I mean, like they, oh, uh, David okay. Campbell. You think? You think? I, I feel like I he's know. too good natured. I yeah. feel like the guy that's dying to do it is probably Jim Harbaugh. Oh yeah, you know Jim. Harbaugh. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Jim Jim Harbaugh wants to like headbutt dudes. I think. Yeah, um, he wants to headbutt them when they make a good play. <laughs> yeah, for <Dude>. sure. <laughs> he's a lunatic. Yeah, he's... it's definitely not Mike Tomlin. That is not his. No. his, his Mike Tomlin is like the most diplomatic, like calm and collected dude. Um, I could have seen like Jack Del Rio doing it when he was around. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, he gets into little that, dust ups. Was that Tice guy for the Vikings? He's Mike like Tice, a meathead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is like the oh, you know who wants to do it is he's not a coach right now, but uh, uh, Mike Vrabel for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like Vrabel <laughs> yeah. wants to suit up. He just wants to get in there and yeah, um, yeah. And then, so you came in. And at Kyle Shanahan because... wants to spank everyone. Who? Kyle Shanahan yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wants to just give everyone a spanking. Yeah. So you got in a good time. That's a good time too, because the the pirates are like waning at that point, and they stayed waning. They've stayed waned ever since. They lost me, man. They lost me. I, I used you to work Barry at PNC Bonds. Park. I was like a huge PNC is a beautiful stadium. Gorgeous, One of the best gorgeous. stadiums in North America. Yeah. I went two weeks ago. Did oh, you? Yeah. Brought my parents. They'd never uh, seen it before. Was there an event? Uh, no event. It was well. The event was my fiance's bridal shower. So right, I, but I mean, at the st- there was. <laughs> sorry to blow past. Fuck off that. <laughs> uh, the um, there was a uh, like marathon race happening that like was winding down or like just finished. So we went to both parks, and um, the only thing my dad wanted to do was take a photo. So there was a lot of like exhausted teens and college kids and then my dad going like <laughs> taking oh, big funny. picks yeah it was did, you, did you guys walk in? did you walk over the clemente bridge over uh, uh no i don't think uh, so. it's, it's really nice walk. around yeah Both pittsburgh and cincy have really nice like riverfront stadium areas They're mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. yeah it was great <laughs> um yeah so but, a, but a dog is... shit baseball team i mean yeah. like a yeah. dog shit owner every like know, 12 years they have yeah. one good <laughs> season <laughs> Like it'd be like 2013, they were okay. It'd be like they had one good McCutcheon year, one good Jason Bay year. Yeah. <laughs> it's like every 10 years, but yeah. it's tough. But the Steelers have been pretty at, at bargain basement decent our entire like we've been what very worse. I mean, like of your fandom, I mean, off the top of my head, like if, what the year before you drafted Roethlisberger be like the worst? No, because Maddox won comeback player of the year that year, I believe. Yeah, there were two years right after, like there were two years, I think in the late 90s where we went, um, or maybe early 2000s, where I, 
I think it was like the Kent Graham. I was going to say it was like quite kind of between Slash and Tommy Maddox. We went like like six and Graham. Yeah, that was rough. Uh, I think six and ten was our worst record. But even then, we had so many dope dudes on defense that it was like yeah. Because I remember that's how we got like Plexico Burris. Yeah. So no, two thousand three, the year before you drafted Roethlisberger, you guys went six and ten then. So so you had to be in pretty good shape because he went. Top ten, I believe. Oh or, yeah, that's right. right. That's right. right. Yeah. Uh, he was, a, was he a little outside? And then ninety nine, wasn't he? Maybe was he like eleven? Yeah, I think so. He was eleven. Yeah. Yeah, yeah because you had Eli first. Okay, and Rivers was there. <laughs> Rivers, Rivers was fourth. Yeah. Um, Eli was first. Was that Robert Gallery? No, because was... Robert Gallery was first, wasn't he? No, he was no. second. Okay. He went second. I can't remember what. Yeah. Oh man, Robert Gallery. One of these days. I can go. I can do. Flop. I can do top first overall pick. I can go back like <laughs> to like this year all the way back to I think like ninety. That's all right, crazy. let me give you any year, and you got to name who the first overall pick was. Okay, ready? Okay, between now and then, twenty twenty three. Give me a good one though. For uh, uh, now, I want to. I want to. I want to. Uh, two thousand five. Two thousand five. That would be Alex. Smith. I know. I was to say. <laughs> yes. Um, ninety two. Ninety two. I think that's Dan Wilkinson. Dan Wilkinson. Oh. When wow. was Kajana Carter? Ninety five. Yeah. Yeah. Dan Wilkinson might have been ninety four. Actually, some bust. Ninety two might have been. Bloodsore. Ninety two is Unforgiven, and ninety three is Schindler's List. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? Uh, yeah, Gallery went to uh, in two thousand four. Then Larry Fitzgerald, and then Philip Rivers. What a good draft class. That's an amazing. Uh, it's, Larry Fitzgerald, man. Um. So that's a good segue. We got two Super Bowls in our lifetime. One of them involved Larry Fitzgerald, who also played college. Are you a Pitt? So you're not a Pitt fan at all? You don't have any soft spot for Pitt or Penn State? I absolutely have a soft spot for Pitt. Um, and you Who know, is great at producing elite NFL players. It's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. Like uh, Aaron Donald, uh, Darrell Rivas, LaShawn McCoy. At one point in the NFL, you could have argued that Pitt had given you the best Running back in the league in McCoy. Yeah. Wide out. I mean, I don't know if this is true, but they would all have been in the argument. Best running back in McCoy, best wide out in Fitzgerald, best D lineman in Donald, best DB in Darrell Revis. Yeah. All at the same time. All Hall of Famer. Well, um, McCoy's probably not a Hall of Famer. Oh, I think McCoy's a Hall of Famer. Is he? Shady McCoy? Yeah. I don't know. Because he stuck around and racked up some career numbers. I don't know. I think running backs, like, I don't know if running backs will have the same log jam that wide receivers have i think because not many people had longevity yeah because you're not putting like your tall girlies in the hall of the, right. yeah, the tough one's going to be like this frank gore will probably get in because he's the third all-time leading rusher yeah. but like guys still he he's still playing we just don't even know it <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> he ran for 1400 yards last year uh, yeah. my name is devon h <laughs> 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 he really ratcheted up the speed. Yeah, yeah Jesus, uh, dude, what are you doing? What yeah. my name is? He looks over and sees. Uh, <laughs> what's the piece of furniture that's close to Devon? I fucked this up. <laughs> An armchair? Oh uh, yeah, sure. A duvet? Yeah, yeah uh, he sees a duvet, but he thinks it's called a Devon because he's got head injuries. <laughs> <laughs> and then he sees someone on 8chan. Because <laughs> he has had injuries. Um, yeah, so like what what kind of 2000s running backs get in? Adrian Peterson. For sure. Probably Frank Gore. LT. He's, I think he's already in. He's already so like in. Guys already that, uh, in. Okay. That, that Is Sean Alexander in? No, nah, he's not getting in. 
Is Marshawn Lynch in? No, he's first eligible next year. He should get in. He, he's got to get in. He'll get in. He should get in on vibes alone. Derrick <laughs> Henry has to get in. He will. Yeah. yeah. That time, That'd be insane if he didn't get in. Yeah. But the guys that are but like retired, Foster didn't play long. Like Foster was. And Foster and Gurley had these highs. Does Zeke get in? No. No. So you like, know who would have if he would have Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell, I I will I will die on this hill. Le'Veon Bell is one of the most talented running backs I've ever watched, just in general. Like, From yeah. like athleticism to like his approach to like the way he would wait for holes, everything, and, and, like his vision. He would stop for like two, he, three years. It, it was, was insane. Yeah. It was like it was it, it was truly felt like you were watching something special. Ryan has all the same feelings oh my for God. Jamal Charles. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to oh, Jamal like, Charles. Like, yeah, is just also, get, get, yeah. get there with the Levy on this. <laughs> talking so I can talk. Yeah. Finish up, please. Uh, yeah, so I think the cutoff for the Hall of Fame probably ends at Lynch or Gore. And so, like, I think, like, I think, like, Jamal Charles probably just misses out, doesn't yeah. get in. Do I think Le'Veon Bell doesn't get in. No, no way, way. Le'Veon. No, no way. No. But, like, Le'Veon, if he had just stayed with the Steelers, signed that contract, played an entire career, he also, at the time, was catching an average of, like, 90 balls a year as a yeah. slot receiver. And instead, he sat out and was replaced with another Pitt Panther, James Conner. That's right. Full circle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he was great. He was great. <laughs> he yeah, was, he, what, he's like a, when they talk when they joke about the NFL script. He's like one of those guys that makes you believe in it too. You tell me like a guy who played at Pitt and then beat cancer as a college player yeah. and gets drafted by the Steelers and then has a great fucking rookie year. Like yeah, that's NFL a, script shit. Yeah, yeah, real feel good story. Um, do you guys think as Steelers fans that Antonio Brown? I mean, he gets in right, but like. He's got I to. Think, I don't know he if he in? does, man. I don't think he I mean, gets in. He sh- I mean, he's the best. I think he's the best like <laughs> offensive player in Steelers history. He probably. had a five-year span that's up with any five-year span of any wide. I out. think that gets you in. Maybe it does. I think. Like, I think if you are, if you, if you are the best or top two or three at your position for that many number of years, yeah. I think you're a lot. Megatron's in. Fitzgerald's in. Andre Johnson's in now. If I mean, if I, Julio like, Jones is getting in, yeah. What about did Marvin Harrison and w- Reggie Wayne get in? Oh yeah, or just Harrison? Harrison is in. Reggie Wayne, maybe he's. Did Reggie Wayne not get in? Oh, when you mentioned Hansi Thigpen, I was gonna talk about this, but uh, uh, Amir Blumenfeld, our, our, I was gonna say malevolent boss, <laughs> benevolent, magnanimous boss. Uh, Reggie Wayne is not a. Oh uh, yeah. Oh wow. But uh, I work with Amir's wife, Avita, and they did a funny like it was like a take on those like if my wife can name ten players, <laughs> and it starts off she's like Tom's Tom Brady, Travis Kelsey. She's like Dan Marino because she's from Miami, and then like the third is she goes. Nate Burleson, Sebastian Janikowski, Ray Guy, Ray Nietzsche. <laughs> it's a very funny bit. That's very funny. And uh, it ends, uh, I think she says Neil Rackers at one point. It cracked me up. But it ended with the Antsy Thigpen. And I was like, oh, that hurts my soul. Because That's... one of my earliest sport, probably my first like sports heart, true heartbreak was him. I think on like Christmas Day or New Year's Eve or something. Last game of the year against the Packers in like 97. And 
just wide open in the end zone as time expires and Yancey Thigpen dropped it. Great oh, player. Others I, I think I remember this. Had play. like broken the season, single season receiving record for the Steelers, which yeah. is pretty fucking incredible when you consider that they had Lid Swan and John Stallworth who but although like they just ran the ball so much that yeah, those guys weren't game. putting up like sixteen hundred yards, but were Hall of Famers. And had would have been like the perfect would have been NFL script stuff. Yeah. And instead just like, ooh, heartbreaking. Mm. Yeah, I think I remember that. And I can never hear the word Yancey without thinking of it. <laughs> it comes up all the time. What a word. What a word. If you'd like to watch the video recording of this episode and check out some bonus shows with the guys, go to patreon.com slash the flager ones. Guys, football season is over. That means playoffs, Super Bowl parties. I don't know about you guys, but I ate like a maniac. And so I'm needing something healthy. I need to eat better. Thank gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Thank him. I need to eat better. Thank goodness for Factor. Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. Uh, whatever tomorrow, wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian-approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie-smart, vegan, and veggie, and more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55, 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. And these aren't just uh, these aren't just meal kits that are gonna take you forever. They've got two minute meals, so you can. They don't take four hours. They don't take four hours. They're not using up your whole kitchen. They've got two minute meals where you can fuel up fast with factors or restaurant quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. Snacks, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. They're not just handling lunch and dinner. They're handling everything in between. So head to factormeals.com slash foosballs50 and use code foosballs50 to get 50% off. That's code foosballs50 at factormeals.com slash foosballs50 to get 50% off. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. We've been talking lately about um, each team's uh, Mount Rushmore. So you have to do a Mount Rushmore, but there's some leeway because we call them Chernobyl Mount Rushmores because they've grown some extra heads. Okay. So So you can do like six or seven. (laughs) Yeah. So you do like the four and then like you kind of get the the, the honorable mentions, but they get heads on the Mount Rushmore also. And what are the parameters of like, is this like uh, coaches? Players only. Players only. Okay. Okay. It is just like truly... If they put you in charge of building a Mount Rushmore outside of this of fucking uh, whatever it's best called represents now, the, right. yeah, the Steelers uh, You get to pick, and you're going to have to deal with people liking or not liking it. What four people are you putting Which players are like the most Pittsburgh Steelers players? 
All right. So the first, I think the most obvious one is, it, and the one who like changed the entire franchise is Mean Joe Green. Has to be him. He has to be, you know, he's George Washington, right? I think we're definitely, I, I did four last week and I think we'll definitely have three of the same and then the fourth one I'm curious about. Yeah, I about. gave mine last week. Oh, that was the other thing is we're going to test ours against what uh, real fans did. So mine was, as a non-Steelers fan, the one that I thought of was uh, Mean Joe Green, Palomalu, Bradshaw Roethlisberger. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Which I think there's one that has to be on there that you left out that I think James is going to say. Okay. Curious. Yeah. So you're saying I mean, if mean we're Joe, talking, if we're talking about legends, if we're talking about like legendary, oh, I know, I, I know. I, thinking, I, yeah. I think Jack Lambert has to be interesting. Okay, so you're, so you're going two seventies defense. Absolutely, guys. all right, for sure. So are you for leaving sure. Bradshaw out then, or are you going? Well, here's 70s, the thing. Guys. Like, here's the thing. And this is where it gets kind of like tricky the, when we're talking about this. Like, Bradshaw's not any longer beloved by Steelers fans. Steelers fans don't like Bradshaw That's any longer. So. Uh what's that? I don't I didn't really I I mean for the most see, part. See, I'm not in Pittsburgh. That's yeah. because of the suicide thing he said. What did he say? <laughs> what was the suicide thing? You guys remember this? I think it was this the Roberto Clemente of... Bridge is the best place to commit suicide. <laughs> yeah. No, it's <laughs> Yeah, he did oh a God. oh that's right, he did a commercial for suicide. <laughs> yeah, that was a tough look. <laughs> <laughs> he paid for it. <laughs> no, it was remember it was the um it, it was during like a segment on Fox uh like the pregame show. And I think it was like uh, if he had, if he wasn't able to run the ball, like as a quarterback, he's like, I think if he was forced to actually throw the ball, he'd want to commit suicide. <laughs> Who everyone... was he talking about? Oh, God. Uh, can we, is it something we can pull up? Or uh, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we gotta wow. we gotta watch him. It's oh, is that worse clip than his performance in Failure to Launch <laughs> with Sarah Jessica Parker and Matthew McConaughey? It is like. Like the audio of it, I think is really great, and then the visual of everyone just like like it's like the, there's like this beat, and where he's just kind of like it doesn't face him at all that what he just said was really bad, and everyone else in the studio is like, <laughs> hey, whoa, that's not okay. Oh uh, man, I mean, it, it, there's like that famous story about like uh, some defensive player hurt his feelings because he said like Terry Bradshaw is so dumb he couldn't spell cat if you spotted him <laughs> yes. the, this uh, it was like if you if you gave him all three letters <laughs> if you gave him the c the a and the t yeah, i remember he spell oh, man cat. i haven't thought about that in so long and, and like it like really bothered terry bradshaw a lot cuz he was everybody his whole thing was like he's really stupid that was like um, my uncle was a big browns fan uh, still is my uncle steve shout out and he would tease, like, as a kid, when I found out about the Steelers winning four Super Bowls in the 70s, I was like, oh, we rule. And I was like, Terry Broadshot. That's what my uncle would always say. He would quote that line. Be like, he couldn't spell cat if you gave him the C, the A, and the T. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, all right. Well, uh, we're going to get this clip in a second. But until yeah. then, oh, yeah. so you're so, putting so, Mijo and Jack Lambert. I, I think so, because, like. Sorry to throw this at you, Kevin. Yeah. I, I, I think that, like, the, um, the defensive kind of branding of the Steelers. I, I, I think it, those two players are, are kind okay. of the linchpins of that. Um, I think uh, Ben Roethlisberger would absolutely be on there, and I think Jerome Bettis. Um, and so I think those are the four. Those are the four. Well, I think Troy Polamalu probably would be... Okay, now we're getting into the Chernobyl. Yeah. All right, so but Bettis was the one I knew you were going to say that Ryan... That's your out. personal... Oh, oh, I thought you were going to say Heinz Ward. 
No. I thought Heinz I think Ward. Bettis, I love Heinz Ward, and I think I put him in yeah. mine, but I think Bettis is like undeniably top He's, he's Pittsburgh yeah. royalty. So like he's emblematic. such of- Pittsburgh royalty. Like whereas like Pittsburgh doesn't love Bradshaw anymore, Pittsburgh will probably all go to Jerome Bettis's funeral. Uh, it's it, also a level of like how many guys become that beloved in a city with, without like playing start to finish their career. There. That's what's Bettis so wild. Started in because, the Rams. Yeah. Right? How long? Yeah, but he was with the Rams. He, he was like the r- rookie of the year for the Rams yeah. too. He but he only played two seasons for them. Yeah. That's yeah. Wild, they traded him after the second season to the uh, right before the I draft. Guess maybe like Drew Brees would be the closest example I could think of a guy who's like an icon in one city who didn't totally. play his whole career. There, yeah. But like, yeah, he was a Saints. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, there's, you know, the the or Brett. Favre, I, I, I have my own personal yeah. favorites for sure. But as, as of right now, I think those are the guys. Honestly, I think the guy coming in real hot that's gonna end up probably Pickett is is, is, <laughs> <Or Rudolph. laughs> is uh, yeah, TJ. Kenny P, baby. No, uh, uh TJ Watt for sure. Yeah. I think is he'll, he'll get there. Uh, if he keeps doing what he's doing, man, I think he's he is doing. He might end up going down as. Let's not sleep on Allen Robinson. Yeah. <laughs> quiet 200 yards last year. A quiet 200 yards. But some really great blocks. Yeah. Okay, right, great. So this is this okay, is the so clip. This is, yeah. I gotta hear this clip. We're hearing a clip. Shocked, you guys uh, haven't seen this. This is. I don't think I've seen this, but I love that it's just called Terry Bradshaw makes suicide comment. <laughs> well, I'd like. They're to not going to do it. They just can't do well, it. Yeah. Their mentality is throw, 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 throw. I think if this kid ran five or six runs in a row, I think he'd commit suicide or something. They whoa, have to whoa, whoa, that's a little dark. <laughs> Strahan. Michael Strahan. Strahan could have been on the fucking office. Oh, that man. was Jim Halpert. That was, yeah, that was never a Jim Halpert. Pro- <laughs> excellent, what a excellent straight man work. By was that Michael Sean Payton's? Yeah, next that's. To him? Uh, is this during Payton's um, hiatus here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, so this is break. recent. Yeah. Oh yeah, this shit! Is, this was, Who's uh, he talking about? The car. Oh, is this he talking is about like Russell a Wilson? Year ago, probably Kyler. Oh, he's talking about Kyler. Kyler runs the ball all the time. Kyler, uh, uh, just commit suicide. And he looks. Kyler. He looks so agitated. Uh, <laughs> Who? Uh, Terry. Terry, like beforehand, like he's so worked up. Can we just can we watch it? He, he is a weird dude. <laughs> I want to see Connor not, get involved. Oh, see, oh James Connor. Well, like they're not going to do it. They just can't do it. <laughs> yeah, the, their mentality is throw, 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 throw. I think if this kid ran five or six runs in a row, I think he'd commit suicide or something. They whoa, have to throw whoa, him. <laughs> the camera well, yeah, guy no, no, and the no, no. editor it's all the office there's also jay glazer there who has been really open about his issues like struggles with mental health and oh, and, and so he's saying it about james connor a man who beat cancer <laughs> he's also like he's saying he's saying that all they do is throw and if connor had to run the ball five times he'd commit so that's crazy. he's also like really talking God so close him. to sean payton and they've got plenty of space to i love him <laughs> <laughs> to navigate a couple there. Louisiana boys and he's got no real sense of like how to cheat his body towards the camera yeah <laughs> he's just like profile yelling at Sean Payton uh that James Connor should commit suicide fun time would prefer it uh the blonde bomber all right let's shift gears on that note let's talk a little bit about the draft class the combine Woo. what your feelings are uh first let's talk QBs 
and we can we can talk about the Steelers a little bit. Like, do they are they looking at a quarterback? Do they go no. tackle? I, I no, I don't think it's going to happen. Um, Kenny Pickett is going to get another. Uh, it, here's here's the the one. Here's here's something. Obviously, Kenny Pickett was terrible last year. And I'm not somebody, I don't believe, <laughs> I feel weird saying this, I don't believe in Kenny Pickett. Um, <laughs> I don't think he's going to be an NF, a good NFL quarterback, but I think everybody knows that the Steelers really fucked him up by having Matt Canada be mm. the offensive coordinator mm -hmm. and bringing him back. And more and more stuff has come out about that process um, and so, you know, I think he's going to be given an opportunity under Arthur Smith, who's higher. I am actually, um, higher on than I, than I was originally. Would you say this on the record? And I'm not saying this. I'm asking if you would, would Is you this say for that, the Washington post? Yeah. Okay, would yes. you say that's my <laughs> other job? Would you say that learning how to run an NFL offense under Matt Canada is like, that movie Dog Tooth, where they <laughs> keep the kids prisoner and teach them like a weird language. <laughs> Would you say that you that's have to get rid of the dog tooth before you can leave? <laughs> <laughs> I have not actually seen the movie. Oh really? Oh, it's so no, good. No, it's Yorgos. Yeah, yeah I, I think it's his first. I would love it. Yeah. Um, would you say that on the record? I'm not saying it. Yeah, yeah, I, I I would go ahead and put that. I don't know what you're talking about, but I would put that on the record. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Would you say the it's the equivalent of weird parents raising kids uh, isolated with weird language and stuff? <laughs> yeah, yeah like, and then like room absolutely. free in the world. It's like room. Yeah, it's a little bit like a room. Yeah. Uh, Matt Canada is sort of the Sean Bridgers character. <laughs> yeah, it's truly. I mean, Matt Matt Canada was uh, definitely the he's the biggest blemish on Mike Tomlin's coaching career for sure um i mean when he's getting like kind of trashed by the punter like the, when the uh oh i know the was that boswell was it, it was boswell, boswell. yeah it was like, boswell. yeah you is there like celebrating yeah, after a victory, a oh, victory yeah. and like canada's like yeah yeah and boswell's like trailing him right behind being like yeah you had nothing to do with it yeah, yeah. <laughs> apparently like there matt canada was not a, a like not the nicest guy a lot of people didn't really like him he wouldn't offer like any reasons behind his philosophies? I mean, maybe seemingly he doesn't have any because he was Where a terrible play caller. Where did he come caller. from again? He actually orchestrated the greatest offensive season in Pitt history um, uh, with with Nathan um, Peterman? Peterman at quarterback. They averaged 43 points a game. The guy who threw four picks in an NFL hat. Yeah. <laughs> so from that... He got this huge contract to go be the offensive coordinator for LSU. They, because of that one pit season, and and like he was also known, I guess like a lot of the kind of Shanahan stuff, like the jet sweeps and stuff. He was known for kind of like incorporating that, you know, a little bit earlier than everybody else. But um, and apparently Sean McVay like claims that he loves his run game concepts, um, but. At LSU, gets fired after one fucking year, moves to Maryland, becomes the uh, right. offensive coordinator of Maryland. Mike Tomlin's son goes to Maryland. That's he's a defensive back for Maryland, and then Matt Canada gets the head coaching job at Maryland before getting fired. And so Mike Tomlin brings him on as Ben Roethlisberger's quarterback coach. Mm. Um, oh, and then Roethlisberger loved him, right? 
Uh, Roethlisberger, I don't think ever loved any of his offensive coordinators except well, for Bruce. Well, they Arians probably wanted him to friend. work yeah. out. What's that? They probably wanted him to exercise and yeah. he resented yeah. that. Could you jog yeah. on the treadmill for 10 minutes? <laughs> no, I'm not going to gonna do it. <laughs> not going to do it. Dana Carvey, George Bush. Wouldn't be prudent at this juncture. <laughs> <laughs> not a lot of people know this about Roethlisberger, but all the time he saves by not watching pornography, he catches up on old SNL. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. No. He's oh, talking, man. he's watching the Piscopo stuff. <laughs> he's watching Julia Louis-Dreyfus this year. He's all over. I'm Gumby, damn it. <laughs> that's him doing Eddie Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> so regarding the Steelers in the draft, I think, you know, here's the thing about the Steelers right now. They brought in Andy Weidel, who is considered to be the best line builder in the NFL. I've been saying it for years. He's about Anthony Weidel. Anthony. <laughs> it's Andy. Andy. Weidel. Uh, he famously built the Baltimore Ravens offensive defensive line. Then he built the Philadelphia Eagles offensive defensive line. So teams that are doing pretty good in the trenches. Totally. And so the Steelers hired him to be the assistant GM last year. And I think specifically they did that because they want to build the trenches up. Um, I think that Mason Cole gone, gone. I think they're getting a center. I think people Steelers fans listening, I think are thinking all these different positions. I think we're, I think we're going to see like defensive linemen. I think we're going to, it's, it's not going to be the sexy picks for sure. I, which we need. But it's what I've been begging for, for years. Is yeah. Build, rebuilding in the trenches, basically since like the wane of David DeCastro and, and Pouncey and, yeah, not um, much of a wane for Villanueva, but yeah, I mean, I suppose you can wane a little. <laughs> he I mean, waned; that, he just wasn't high to start with, and then he became <laughs> that terrible. patriotism, man. It kept uh, it kept those offensive or those uh, outside linebackers at, yeah. at bay. Yeah. We're getting we're getting respect. crushed yeah. on the QB's <laughs> blind side, but at least we got a vet in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, James, you're you're super like plugged into all this uh, to the combine. It's coming up. So let's go maybe by position group because we've got fans of probably about like 28, 27 teams that listen to this show. Yeah. <laughs> not, not the only, the only teams that we don't have are the teams with no actual fans, like the Jaguars. If you're yeah. a Jags fan, send us an email and we'll fucking have you on the yeah, show. Yeah, we'll fly you out. And you can't be the <laughs> fictional character from The Good Place. <laughs> yeah, you cannot be that guy. You can't be Jason Mendoza. <laughs> um,. So okay, so like if you're in the market for a quarterback, yeah. Now obviously there's the three, right. the big three. Yeah, uh, you've got Caleb Williams, who seems like a generation. I think you've got like two definite generational prospects potentially yeah. in Caleb Williams and Drake May. Yeah, I'm also a huge Jaden Daniels fan yeah. personally. Yeah, um, he's fun to watch. He came to my man. birthday, so I'm just like I'm a huge. <laughs> what a guy! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he <laughs> seems like really. I guess my invite got lost thin. in the mail. I only invite LSU players. <laughs> He's the first one to ever show up. Did Fanica show up? He sent me a real angry letter. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> a real angry no. What uh, about Honey Badger? Was he there? Uh, not, not that year. But he at once he became a Chiefs player, and he heard what a big fan I was. Um, he said, "Hey, I'm so sorry." Is it just LSU football players, or like has Shaq ever showed up? No, Shaq's never showed. up. But do you invite him? I could do this game for a long time. I know way too many college alma maters. I'm like, did Tari Eason show up? Um, 
Yeah, he did actually. Now that I think about it, but I was Jarvis, like Landry? Huh? <laughs> Jarvis, Jarvis Landry, huh? Jarvis Landry, Jarvis Landry. Um, he got lost. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I told him it was at Bigfoot Lodge, and he went to the wrong one. Uh, that's how he wound up in Cleveland. <laughs> you only wind up on the Browns if you got lost horribly. <laughs> going to um. All right, so we got three really big ones, and, and then they're probably going to go one, two, three in the draft. I think so. I think so. And I just looked up because I was like, oh, I was trying to think of a of a cop for Jaden Daniels, and I just looked up this dude. Do you? And he was another New Orleans guy. Do you remember Aaron Brooks? Yeah, yeah. Like they're kind of similar sized. Um, and you know, Saints QB. Oh, Carl's going to be so bummed. He from the Saints. About Aaron I know. <laughs> Um, he, they had some playoff runs under him, did they not? Yeah, man, he had a pretty decent you career. Bad he had a good, like, it was like yeah. when Sean King had the Bucks and Aaron Brooks had the... I feel like I, mean, I remember those guys in the same breath. He is pretty similar in that. So, like, he was 6'4", and at the Combine, he waved in at 203. Um, and Jaden Daniels is, like, 6'3", like, 210, which, which that's the big story on him is, like, man, he is thin. Yeah. Um, can he get hit by, you know... This random Bleacher Report uh, article compares him to Tyrod Taylor. Hmm. Now, I don't know if you want to take Tyrod Taylor with the third overall pick. I see I see a little bit more upside there. I do, I think, too. Yeah, I, but I, I like Tyrod very, Taylor. I think he's I very want... accurate, and I think he's better better with his, uh, using his legs. So. Yeah. I don't want to blow past this, because I just want to say it's something that me and these NFL evaluators have in common is we consider 200 10 pounds to be really thin <laughs> and we would love to be 210 pounds <laughs> too thin uh, but then we've got some guys that I think Your skin and bones <laughs> 210. 210 pound Greg eat something did the taco truck close down outside your apartment <laughs> um, do you like Daniels overall though like Man, I do. I, I think he's really fun to watch. I think, yeah, he looks so. Um, uh, he he looks like a dual threat, like uh, an exciting dual threat. One of the quietest Heisman Trophy wins. Yeah, and but which is crazy because his season's like the greatest season ever. But LSU just like wasn't really it's in the completion mix. percentage was super high, right? And all the publicity mm-hmm. was going to USC and. Colorado for a while yeah. and, just, and then Michigan like even before they won they were dominating the news and Georgia was all yeah yeah Georgia and Bama thing. Ohio State and it feels like they just and Washington they just like I do you remember I think I was on the air and some on the podcast and someone was like well Jaden Daniels won and I was like what <laughs> <laughs> like he was great but he just like didn't get a lot like it felt maybe like the quietest were, yeah. Heisman win ever I feel like Michael Penix was was, was getting more heat yeah. for a yeah. while yeah. yeah, definitely. I think because LSU's season wasn't anything to. No, it was, it was pretty. It was pretty, pretty yucky. Yeah, but it happens. I mean, I feel like Manziel won a Heisman when they were like seven and five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It happens. You know, it's uh, you know, it's Mike Trout winning MVP and for MVP <laughs> on the fourth place Astros or Angels, <laughs> right? <laughs> So you've got, but then so it's kind of like a deep quarterback class too, though, right? Because you've got like potential. Yeah. Like I think we're going to end up seeing like five quarterbacks go in the first round. So that's yeah. that's tier. It feels like tier one Definitely. is Caleb and May, and then tier one A is Daniels, and yeah. then is that next tier Penix and McCarthy? I mean, it's McCarthy. And I think Nicks. it's yeah. I think uh, it's McCarthy and Bo Nix. Yeah. Um, right now, Bo Nix is old as shit. Is that correct? Penix I'm, is too, though. He's I guess. but he's just like he's 
just like Kenny Pickett was, like six years starting. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So that scares me away. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So it was Penix kind of. Well, Penix yeah. was like injuries and transfers and. Totally, but I guess there is that thing yeah. of like, oh yeah, you're 24. Oh no, it's, it's got him here is uh, 77. He was oh, born 77? in 77? Yeah. He's, <laughs> oh, no, he is 77. <laughs> I was born in 83. I'm 40. Yeah. Bo uh, Nix, he only has like another 10 years to run for president, yeah. let alone. <laughs> here's, here's the most important thing, though, is, is, you know, forget the stats, forget the season, forget the age. It's all about the name. What's the name? The name, is that a quarterback name? Bo Nix. I think we got, a, I, I think... The top five quarterbacks. Michael Penix is not. No. Penix and Knicks. Yeah. Spencer Rattler. Spencer Rattler. That's a QB's name. Good name. Could be. Yeah. Rattler. Absolutely. Rattler, yay. Spencer, Uh, not so much. Yeah. There's a lot of crossover. (laughs) There's a lot of crossover between good QB names and good names for a villain on Justified. (laughs) I feel like Spencer, but like Raylan. Raylan, who you after this year? Spencer Rattler and Bo (laughs) Nix. Them boys out of Versailles. (laughs) Um, Okay, yeah, so good good deep uh, quarterback class. Yeah, man. Rattler at I one do... point was like considered like a potential guy that could make his way to being like a yeah. top pick. It uh, feels like there's like a couple Gardner Minshews in there. I feel like Michael Pratt from Tulane is going to end up starting for two seasons somewhere. Interesting. I feel like Spencer Rattler could be like, um, he's getting a lot of Baker Mayfield comps. Yeah. Um, but, but more accurate. Um, Won a playoff game. Yeah, yeah. Wait, let's not, yeah, let's not talk about that. Oh. Uh, okay, so now if your team is in the market for a running back, um, the guy from Tennessee is seeming like he is... Uh, and they won't tell us his running. name. Yeah, <laughs> He's just the guy from Tennessee. I I'm say, worried I'm drafting I Johnny I want to say Jalen Warren, but that's not... That, I, think right. I think it's right. I think it's Jalen Wright. Yeah, he's so, really, really yeah. fast. He's crazy fast, man. Um, at like 210 pounds, he, he feels, yeah, uh, skinny. It feels like people like that. Jonathan <laughs> Brooks dude from Texas, Texas. and yeah. the Bucky Irving, the Oregon. Now, yeah. That is not a running back name. No. Bucky Irving. No, no, that's not the Captain America sidekick. Oh, uh, when we get to, <laughs> when we, when we get to wideouts, we're going to talk about one of the great names and you all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> we got a great wideout name. Oh, we do have league, a great wideout. We're not there yet. Right, white out <laughs> for a white out. Uh, yeah, it feels like the guy from Tennessee, uh, like whenever a running back comes in with that kind of speed now, I'm just kind of like salivating at the idea of him winding up with the right guy. Yeah. yeah. Or like what happened with Devon HN. Man. Or like if you if you wind up with, I mean, the Dolphins and Niners are all full up on running backs right now, but I don't know what other, like, Hell, send one of those guys to Pittsburgh. Honestly, the Steelers needs we need a third running back and we need we need like a burner. Um he would be we we had we got rid of Anthony McFarland, um, who was our burner. Booger Jr. Yeah. Yeah. Who? Booger Jr. Booger Jr. Holy shit, is he Booger McFarland's son? How did I uh, not know I that? I think it is. Yeah. Holy shit, I didn't know that. Yeah. Did we only have wow. him because Matt Canada was at Maryland for a while and he was like, this guy's good, trust me? Well, I think that and he had a 300-yard rushing day against Ohio State um, and ran a 
like a four three eight or something yeah. like that. But so yeah, Jalen never... Wright is a burner like that. You're saying? Yeah, he's like that. He's like uh he's he's gonna he's gonna run in like the four threes. It sounds like. Um, All right, well, let's talk a little wideouts then. Okay, who? Uh, like, I'm lost. Who's? What's the name? Who's got the great name? Lad McConkey. Oh yeah. my god, what am I doing here? Lad, Lad. with two D's. Lad McConkey. Lad could McConkey. be a redneck, could be Irish. His, you don't dude, know. His with whole this guy. family is awesome. His whole family. So I, like, he's like in the Banshees of like. <laughs> I just don't want to be your slot receiver no more. <laughs> I'm an ex. You wanted to be a I'm slot yesterday. Receiver. <laughs> My mind's changed. <laughs> um, Every day you line me up in the slot, I'll cut off one of me fingers. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got a diverse route tree. <laughs> his father's name is Your route Benji. tree's dull. <laughs> oh, it's always been dull. <laughs> Wait, what's his foot? Uh, Benji is Benji his father. McConkey? Benji McConkey. I don't know where that guy's from. <laughs> I'm looking up. He, I think his brothers all have like really funny. I mean, at that too. point, you got to pull it like a Chipper Jones and definitively go by a nickname and have it be Donkey. <laughs> if you're telling me I'm Donkey McConkey, if I'm choosing between Jalen Polk and a guy named Donkey McConkey, <laughs> I'm like, come on, give me the Donk man. Oh, his brother's name is Hinton. Lad Hinton Benji. These are my four boys. <laughs> Each one of them bigger off milk than the last. <laughs> Straight from the teat. That's not a puffy sweater. He's just a brick shit house. Just, just a freshman in college and, <laughs> and drinking breast milk from, yeah. from his mother. <laughs> he sails over the Atlantic each day for class. <laughs> and they can... Still have his nutrition uh, at night. Yeah. <laughs> but the crazy, the fun thing about him too is like, man, he looks like he's fucking awesome. Uh, he's a little speedy guy, right? Yeah, and he's so shifty, um, and he looks like like a blast. He looks like a blast. Who do who would you rather have to be your little speedy guy, him or Roman Wilson from Michigan? Oh man, give me Roman Wilson. Okay, just because Roman Wilson is like, I I think like thicker and 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 also he laterally is I'm sorry break boy breakfast. they say you're not thick enough <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna break records I feel like laterally he's so he's so um, fun to watch honestly I take is, either one of them who are they taking over me the Romans <laughs> <laughs> I don't the know. Romans from I don't, Michigan <laughs> I don't have enough I don't know enough about history to follow through <laughs> yeah. on this. did the Roman Empire make it to Ireland who fucking knows I gotta watch Kunk on Earth again uh yeah, yeah they, they conquered the British Isle. They got up there. They got. Oh home. yeah. So yeah, Roman Wilson. I, I was gonna say like, quiet towards the end of the year at Michigan. But I did the thing you do when your team has a good year, where I watched like supercuts on YouTube, and it was like every touchdown of the Michigan season. And then if you watch it, the first three weeks are a full season's worth of highlights for Roman Wilson. He yeah. had like five or six touchdowns, and it was like every touchdown was to Roman Wilson. He's He's got to run like a four three one or something. Crazy. Oh, for sure. And like, um, he's not as strong as him, but he is getting some A B comparisons. Uh -oh. Um, Roman Wilson. Oh. I've I've uh, you know read a few comparisons. Been like got some A B in him. He's he's a blast to watch. And I, I, I Angela would... Bassett. Yeah. Angela Bassett <laughs> did the thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. 
We did it. It took us 30 episodes or whatever, but we finally got to the... Uh, Ariana DeBose. Yeah. Um, I was trying to... I was going to shoehorn it in earlier. <laughs> Vernon Davis, my woman king. <laughs> Uh, uh, all right. Another what, wide receiver I like real quick uh, that I'm just like fascinated by is Johnny Wilson from Florida State. Man, he's so huge. 6'7", 237, and moves Ooh, pretty good. Crazy huge. So that'll be a, an but interesting is he? Watch. But here's the question. Is he Hakeem Butler? That's 2.0. That's, that's, that's the comp you gave. You told me. It has to be the comp, right? Who else? What other receivers ever come in a league at 6'7"? That's... And run That's fast. someone that it's it speaks to your talent that they you haven't let them make you a tight end yet because you know they've been trying to make him a tight end. Yeah, yeah. Or a, if not absolutely. a fucking tackle. Um, Harold Carmichael was six eight. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Oh. And he was born in 1949. <laughs> We've all seen LeBron. <laughs> oh my God. We've seen LeBron play wide out in those clips, and he was six yeah. eight. You know, a, a six eight guy born in in the 40s, like. Sports had to be the only thing that yeah, yeah. You, he could like. He couldn't fit in an office. Probably couldn't get on a damn plane. <laughs> probably couldn't get in a train. No. Probably couldn't get in a car. Probably couldn't sit in some. Well, that also might have been. Was he black? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that was just our fault as a country. Yeah, not, not just this height. Yeah, they, we were multiple reasons. Uh, uh, yeah, boy, it might have been. Yeah, tough tough there might have yeah. been other things at play there, sociologically speaking. Um, it's a deep wide receiver class. It's. Uh, it's great. It's like it's awesome. like one of the best wide receiver classes ever, which is a good thing. Yeah. If you are a Kansas City Chiefs fan because we are uh, desperate need of some wide receiver. And you help. guys, you guys know because I've been doing this the last couple of years. Like I'm not like a scout. I don't know anything. Yeah, um, but I do. What would you say? <laughs> I'm just trying. I said, oh. yeah, we know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, absolutely, yeah. But I do like to the one position each year that I'll go and just watch highlights of i'm the same way i feel like that's the one where i'm like mm, yes i think i i see it's good i feel absolutely i feel like yeah. i can i i can tell the eye test of like oh this is gonna be a good wide receiver this is gonna be a bad wide receiver or not yeah. a good wide receiver any other position i have no, no idea clue. what the fuck i'm looking at no clue yeah every quarterback to me looks insanely amazing yeah um, that's and, why you have to watch the ben solak breakdown yeah that's yeah, true that's true um yeah so you guys should get him on. Why am I here? Get him on this show. <laughs> He's not, he hates he me. He didn't play at LSU, so we <laughs> yeah. can't invite him. Oh, shit. Um, do you, what do you think of Rome Odunze? Is that how you say it? Dude, yeah, he is. Because he was uh, not super impressive in the national title game, but also like Michigan's defense is really Michigan's good. defense is nasty. He is, um, he might be my favorite player in the draft. Um, you have to watch number one that, wide out what's that you think he's in, well, well no, besides Harris it's funny we haven't even mentioned Harris the greatest wide receiver oh, prospect yeah, I know yeah. Yeah, it, it's, not, it's almost like jobs? not even fair <laughs> um, obviously yeah. Marvin Harris <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah but Roma Dunze like um, he does remind me of Larry Fitzgerald um, fast f- big amazing hands this dude catches fucking everything I've heard a lot of DeAndre Hopkins comps makes sense yeah. like yeah. everything like if it touches his hands he's bringing it in it, they, it's so fun to watch they say the same thing about is it Adonai Mitchell Adonai Mitchell yeah yeah, yeah. He's from Tennessee or Texas? Texas. Texas. I know yeah. it was one of those <laughs> orange schools. <laughs> yeah. uh, he only had like one drop all year or something. Yeah. Yeah, he's got And also him. huge. Like all these dudes this year are big. Huge. Which They're we've like not this... had. We've like it, you could like 
it's been like impossible to find an X wide receiver in mm-hmm. uh, these last few draft classes, and now it's like all X receivers. The number I like wanna... Zay Flowers last year was drafted. Zay Flowers is four foot nine. Yeah, he's so <laughs> tiny, and like he was like, I, was he the first receiver drafted last year? I feel like. Oh, he was ahead of Johnson. I think he was yeah. this year. Like this two is... guys going in the top fifteen. Three guys in the top fifteen are going to be six four. This is uh we knew the sound drop of Sam Richardson on I think you should leave going look at this crop. <laughs> this is a crop. This is a crop. We got a crop this year. Actually uh Jackson Smith and Jigba was the the first Oh receiver. yeah, cuz he was like 15 16. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Or then, no, he was And like, then Quentin Johnston then Zay Flowers. Oh, he Quint well, TJ fuck was me then, I guess. Uh, four wide receivers in a row after none. Yeah. Could you if you build um, a wide receiver core for your team right now just out of all Ohio State guys? Or all LSU guys who would have the better wide receiver group? Oh man, that's a good question. Because LSU, you've all got, right, let's it's, name it's let, LSU. Because Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase is pretty tough to beat. Unless Marvin Harrison Jr. is yeah, yeah like or if you real, could go five years back in time for Michael Thomas. <laughs> well, let's yeah, go. Yeah. So if you were going to choose between uh, Garrett Wilson, my uh, 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 Marvin Harrison Jr. and Jackson Jackson Smith. Mm-hmm. Or Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, and who's the third one? Is it uh, is it Malik Neighbors? Terrence Marshall yeah. Jr. is would be a safe pick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I feel like there's another big. LC there's a big. Well, there's Brian forget. Thomas too, yeah. who's coming out this year. I mean, uh, Neighbors has the pedigree. There's other been other big name um, LSU. You could still have Odell Beckham. <laughs> yeah, he's not totally cooked yet. Um, I mean, if we're going that that far back, I think. Keishon Booty, Dwayne Bow, Dwayne Bow. <laughs> oh, just of all time. Early Doucette. De- remember Devery Henderson? Yeah. <laughs> remember, yeah. His co- remember his college play? Do you remember that? No. It was like LSU Kentucky, one of the greatest plays. It was one of those like Hail Mary where you're so far out that your Hail Mary only goes to like the 30, <laughs> but it like hits off the defender. And Henderson just doesn't break stride and keeps running and catches it on the deflection. Oh, run. yeah. Big upset game, or no, prevented a big upset. I'm guessing because I, oh, yeah, yeah. I doubt Kentucky would have been the favorite over LSU at any point. Um, one guy I really like, and I, if I, I, I think he might end up a Steeler, um, and because the Steelers have Arthur Smith now, and like this dude's comp is like a cross between AJ Brown and and Debo Samuel. That's Malachi Corley. Corley. Yeah. Um, where is he from? Kentucky, West Kentucky, Western Kentucky, I think. Okay. Um. I think I think that they, I could see the Steelers drafting him in like the third, because he's like he's like five eleven, but he's like two fifteen. Yeah, he's a he's a stocky guy. Yeah, his his nickname is Yak God. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. that's his nickname. Now he's bulimic, <laughs> <laughs> or he's from no the, the he's animal from Tibet. the Yak. Sorry, the he's from Tibet. <laughs> um, wow. Okay, so let's let's. We speed up a little. We got to yeah, talk gotta... linemen. So linemen, we have the big freak, Amarius Mims. How do we feel about? Oh him? man, his nickname. This uh, I was reading uh, today. His teammates. This guy's only played eight games. His teammates just call him Future Hall of Famer. <laughs> <laughs> Not much of a nickname. It's a fucking terrible. Nickname. Really funny nickname for like your backup punter. Yeah, <laughs> like as a sarcastic nickname. It's actually. Great. I heard. Yes, he's only started eight games yeah. in his career. Why? 
Was it a late well, growth spurt, uh, uh, or is he one of those? Roderick Georgia. Jones was playing in, uh, ahead of him, and uh, then uh, the other guy transfer you hurt. idiot i know you. you don't have to sit out a year anymore but uh he's apparently a super physically gifted and it's not like he's a raw player it looks like like the eight games he played he played great yeah it's not like tj watt who had just moved to the edge and was like raw like it was a steal to get tj watt at 30 because if he had played another totally. season he would have been a top 10 pick yeah, yeah. but it was like who's still a little raw right uh that was why he fell yeah. yeah but this is so this is not even that it's just a lack of experience that's not necessarily the same as being green it sounds like he's going to really ra- rise up the boards i know in an already very deep but it's already such a deep tackle class yeah right? you got the kid from penn state yeah, you've got uh, Olu, Olu Fushanu, yeah, Joe Walt, who looks like he'll be the first tackle. Totally, Boy, Notre Dame has cranked out some linemen recently. Yeah, yeah, uh, son of Chiefs great John Alt. Uh, yeah, I, I think you've got Buaga is gonna go probably pretty. J.C. Latham, who he might be like a little Latham he, is Bama, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, they're talking about it. he might have some Larry Allen strength. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so it's tight. Like he might go to guard. There's a couple guys that might move to guard, might move around. Troy but, Fotanu might move to guard too. Um, but you've got like team. possibly five, six offensive tackles going in the first round. I know, and I'd love any one of them for the Steelers. So because a lot of them are right tackles, and Broderick Jones needs to play left. So if your team needs an offensive tackle, good draft, man. Great draft. Uh, on the defensive side of the ball. Um, it's a it's not a great defensive draft class for the most. Yeah, no, I mean secondary corners, great corners. You really like Latu the edge. Yes, right? I yeah. think that dude is going to be great. He's amazing. Uh, I think in any other year he would be a top yeah. five pick. He's fun to watch. And um, you like the corners? The corners are so. I haven't watched anything about the with the corners. The but... corners are also very tall. Um, they're also they're they're like that Joey Porter Jr. size. Like six two, six one. Um and Who are we talking about here? Uh we're talking about Nate Wiggins. We're talking about uh um, Arnold. Is he a bigger uh, guy? No, I think he might not be quite that tall. Maybe he's like six one, but Kool-Aid McKinstry is. Um, I wouldn't mind him on the steel. He's like Kool-Aid and Joey Porter. Man, I would take any of yeah, I actually love Cooper DeGene, who's from Iowa, and um, is that how you say his last name? That is I've been a, DeGene? just thinking Dijon. Yeah, <laughs> uh, so that ruins my mustard-related nickname for him. Yeah, uh, and he's drawn comparisons to Jason um, Seahorn. <laughs> <laughs> to it. Oh man, he's white. If you don't know, yeah, he's, he's, he's a gonna white get guy. comped to the only other white corner. Yeah. Um. He's drawn comps to like Jalen Ramsey because he's. Or they're like he's a lot like the Shea Townsend, but a white. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mel Kiper keeps saying that. Just pure <laughs> slot. Um, I really like him a lot too. But there's some really good corner. There's like T.J. Tampa in the second round. Is like he's also like six two. Who I who, who you know really good prospect. I mean, you got to take him if you're the Bucks, right? Yeah, I know. You're Tampa. Dumb. Yeah, you've yeah. got to take T.J. If you're gonna run the Tampa two. Tampa two, <laughs> TJ Tampa two. You need and then you re- you got to take his son too, who's TJ Tampa two. <laughs> you got to take him. Uh, yeah. So defense side of the ball, de- defense tackles. You got a couple of Johnny Newton. Yeah, um, Byron Murphy's supposed supposedly going to be like a a freak. Don't yeah, we first, already have a Byron Murphy? There's so Isn't many, there a DB named yeah, Byron Murphy? Yeah, totally. Yeah, there's a lot of Byron Murphys out yeah. there. Yeah. Um. What about all my Michigan guys? Is Sandra still a, Chris, 
Uh, is Chris Jenkins, Sandra still the linebacker? Who's Chris Peter Jenkins? Is, These are guys. He's another guy like who's supposed to test out of the uh, out of the world, but like Michigan defensive linemen, like who? None of them have done really great in the pros. Uh, Clark, Kenny Frank, Clark. Oh, Frank Kenny Clark. Clark. That's right. Or Kenny Clark, not Frank Clark. Uh, but Mo Hurst didn't do that great. No, I mean, it was Brandon Graham he didn't have more the heart. of an edge? Yeah. I guess. Uh, <laughs> What about how did Mozzie Smith do as a rookie? They made him lose forty pounds. Uh, apparently, not great. Not Boy, great. He had, yeah. he had a bad. He had a rough. Yeah. I wish they draft me. I know. Make me <laughs> lose forty. <laughs> uh, what about I me, mean, Jerry uh, Rashawn, Jones? Yeah. Prying you with a cattle prod. <laughs> Rashawn Gary's okay, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, but he. I wouldn't consider. Like an edge. I feel like he's oh, like yeah, an edge. Same guy. with Brandon Graham. I guess. Yeah. But yeah. I, I think like Chris Jenkins, because the Steelers need a defensive lineman. Um, and, and I don't know if Jenkins fits exactly with like lengthwise, but Hey, I'd, I'd take him. You know, who'd be great for the Steelers. Javon Hargrave. God, <laughs> maybe we <laughs> should have imagine? resigned him. I mean, it was he, either he, he or to it. And we chose to it. Whoops. Love to it. But yeah, whoops. that's a big old whoops. I know. Not to its fault. But big yeah. whoops. But you can blame him if you want. Yeah. I'm not going to. <laughs> if you don't know the story. If you don't know the story. <laughs> you can if you want, Ryan, but <laughs> yeah. you should Google it quick. I have an idea of what happened. <laughs> uh, all right. Thank you so much, James, for coming on. Uh, yeah, my pleasure. To, to chat a little combine. I feel a little more informed now. Uh, I can't wait to see how guys measure up. Yeah. Well, oh, one, I just want to toss out one more name that I love for the listeners to look up because he's really fun to watch on the defensive side. Edrin Cooper um, this name. is uh, uh off-ball linebacker who uh, I think reminds me of Ryan Chazier. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Now, I'm doing the math in my head. This has to be a person who was named after Edrin James, right? Got it. Or um, Amari Cooper. Yeah. They he gave made, him a last name last based name. on Amari <laughs> name. Cooper. He was already 12. Yeah. He changed his last name to Amari to Cooper. Yeah. Uh, uh, I guess he could have been named after... Uh, that guitar player who works in that band with with Bono, uh, the <laughs> Edge. Edge. Yeah. <laughs> we can cut that out. Ah! Yeah. Do you have anything to plug, James? Um, just check out uh, check out the Shared Experience Studio on um, Instagram. And then you guys do great live shows. Yeah, we do live shows um, here classes. in Los Angeles. Classes. Um, yeah, so check out yeah the Shared Experience Studio. You can see all the stuff that we're doing on there. Awesome. All right. All right, guys. We'll uh, see you next week, and hopefully we get Carl has a nice 40 time. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>